Welcome everyone to Couch Potato Diary as we put a bow on the 2023 year in review as we creep into 2024. My name is Peter Klein. Thank you very much for tuning in today. This is part five of the podcast that I recorded with Josh Arbuthnot reviewing the year in sports. If you want the full thing with no breaks, uh, you can check it out on the Fresh Take Network. Uh, it is live there right now. They also did a pro wrestling year in review show. Um, all right. Without any further ado, the finale of the 2023 year in review in the world of sports. Worst game, uh, there's a there's a few choices on here. Uh, and I guess this is kind of personal preference. There's some, I mean, there's some, there's some bad Carolina games this year. For example, some really bad uh, Thursday night football games. I went to the in-season tournament, Lakers and Pelicans. Um, okay. Like, hey, yeah, this is going to be everything. This game's going to be great. It's Zion versus LeBron. And it was just nothing yeah it was like that's fair absolutely nothing of what adam silver had hoped for this and really they only got one good game out of this entire kind of vegas side of things i think the NCAA tournament as a whole was successful i'm yep. still not agree. sure if we should have we again uh, the lakers should have worn uh put up the banner or not i'm still mixed on that because you know what kobe said in the past but no for some guys like austin re rivers and them that never won a championship i get it but man that game was done within the first quarter and it was just not an enjoyable basketball game after that yeah i i am pro banner by the way i'm not like uh, like the, the lakers shouldn't put up division banners or conference banners but it's like they won a a tournament that featured every team in the league uh and it's not was- the biggest one but it, it was a, a tournament that everyone played in and they won it. So like um, soccer teams celebrate the FA Cup. They, they, they're, they're allowed to celebrate this one. Um, people, especially in 2023, where like the world is burning and there's wars everywhere and like everything's too expensive. Celebrate victories, man. Enjoy it. Like the, the more people are having fun with things, uh, the, the better. Um I'm going a bit of a different route. Honorable mention to the Jets-Giants game this year that if all oh, players God, were... Oh, that's a were, good pick. Um, it, it's honorable, honorable mention, mention for me. That was um, so bad. But yeah, if all the players were wearing leather helmets, it oh would have made God. more sense. Mine, it is, uh, it's not technically a game. It's an event and it's barely sports. Um, but it's the Logan Paul, Dylan Dennis and KSI fought uh, someone. Um, and that was, I feel like, and I know Jake Paul came back, but he fought a legitimate boxer. Uh, well, a legitimate boxer. Um, that felt like the tipping point of these celebrity boxing things. And, mm-hmm. and it, it felt like the, okay, we're done with this now. Like these fights sucked. The buildup for this was stupid. Um, none of this was fun. Why are we still doing these things? And now like you, you hear uh, Logan Paul say, yeah, you know what? I think, I think I'm going to focus more on the WWE now. Um, I, right. I think that was by design. So um, I, like th- this, it was truly atrocious. I feel so bad for someone who spent any of their hard-earned dollars on on this uh, because it was it was that bad, and it was the first time where like I I've, I don't like the Paul brothers. Um, they're they're not my cup of tea. I understand the the draw for a, a lot of people to them. Um, but it, like, I just, I can't get behind it, but like, th- this was the first time where I-, I think even people who are on their side were like, oh, this is bad. This is really, really bad. And we need to stop these immediately. You would like this week's South Park episode then? Oh, good. I am so behind. I need to do a lot of binging of South Park. I need to get caught up on a whole lot of stuff. Yeah. This week's episode was quite good for that. Um, I'm going to change my pick to the Gi- Giants and the Jets one. 
that game, I remember. It set the sport back. Like, there, there was, oh, that yeah. was so bad. Uh, but that Paul one is great. Uh, biggest heartbreak this year, Peter? It's the Jays not getting Otani. Um, I don't. Too. I don't care. Let's be personal. Yeah, like, and it's not, if it would have happened a week before, then it wouldn't have even crossed my mind, right? Like, it would have been like, oh, it was kind of neat that he went to Dunedin, but whatever. But he was a Blue Jay. Like, he was, <sighs> as as far as we knew, he was en route to Toronto. And, like, people making fun of Blue Jays fans for getting excited. It's like, it's not our fault. Incredible sources were telling us that it was happening. And then it was a dude from Shark Tank or the, the, the Dragon's Den. Um, and then he signs with the Dodgers like the next day. And it was just like, he was there. He was ours. It was like th- this moment that transcended, um, that, that could have like launched the sport into a new stratosphere in this country. And it, it was like after a couple of real down years for the Blue Jays in terms of like expectations, right? Like they, they've had down years before, but this was down years with expectations. To to have all of that taken away was really, really heartbreaking. And I'm like, I'm I'm not going to be, I'm not going to go to the games in general, but I'm not going to be one who will boo Shohei. Um, I'll watch Dodgers games and enjoy it. It's going to be um, like to see him on the Dodgers is going to be really cool, but it just, he, he was ours and it was right there. And it just, and then it wasn't. Kind of like you with the jerseys. I had, uh, my birthday is in April and there's a Laker and Raptor game that was five days before that game. I'm oh. like, well, I'm going to go to that game and then I'll figure something out because then I'll go to the Jays opener and Otani will be there. So I get to see LeBron for the first time and I'll see Otani at the same time wearing a Jays jersey. This is going to be, and you know what? Yeah, maybe. I will get a white. I don't have a white Chase jersey, so that'll be my Otani jersey that yeah. I have that day. Maybe I'll even buy it at the stadium that day because it'll be nice and fresh. And I can say I bought a jersey from Rogers, the new polished Rogers Center. This is going to be so great. And as the day went on, you had this weird, like, okay, yeah, maybe. Actually, as the week went on, right? Because it started the rage. You're like, this is, like, we're in this. Like, we yeah. are, we're in this thing. And then the Soto stuff happened. And Soto went to the the Yanks. You're like, okay, well, that sucks, but yeah, you know, we're 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 in this Otani thing, and why wouldn't he want to be here? You know, and yeah, then the reports are like, happening. Like MLB Network throws up like the the, the pie chart, and it's sixty percent Blue Jays, yeah. like thirty percent Dodgers, and it's like one percent for nine other teams. Um, like it's it's all those different things building to this moment where it's like, oh my god, they might get them, and then they just didn't, and it was over. When the MLB reporter said he was on the plane, I legit. I got emotional. Mike. this is, that's when I was like, it's happening. Holy crap. This is happening. We are going to, this is, and I was like, is this the biggest transaction in the history of Canadian sports? Like I couldn't even think what was second. Like, is it Tavares to the Jays? Is that the. Yeah. Like it's, it's, it's basically like the the biggest Canadian transaction to that point was Gretzky leaving. Um, Like that, that's basically what it was. Um, and so, yeah, like he, he will forever be a blue Jay on MLB, the show games that, that I, uh, that, that I get. Um, but yeah. And like you said, like during the day it was, oh, Hey, like we're, we're, we're tracking this private jet that kind of matches what he would fly. And it's going from where he lives to Toronto. And you say Kikuchi is like, it, it was just this slow build. And then in the middle of the day, like you're refreshing things and there's a couple like, oh yeah, maybe this is happening. And then it was the Morosi tweet of like, yeah, he's en route to Toronto. Um, and you had the Dodgers Nation report saying our sources are telling us it's done. Um, yeah. Like you, you had all these things leading up to this crescendo of he's not on the plane. And then it was like, OK, well, he's not on the plane, but like 
they, they still have to be in it, right? And then they weren't. Um, and you, how and much it, you get love to Dunedin? He's like, he Dunedin was a big thing, and he was blown away by Dunedin. Yeah. And I do think the Jays were legitimately in on him. And mm-hmm. I think he was legitimately considering Toronto. But I do think they would have had to legitimately outspend the Dodgers. Um, and like the, the Do- I thought the Dodgers would want 600 and the Blue Jays would go to 650 and that would be what it was. And then the Dodgers going to 700 never entered my mind. Um, and apparently like Jeff Passan was on Rosillo last week saying like the Otani camp got that offer from the Dodgers and took it to the Blue Jays um, and the Giants and the the Angels as well. Um, And then the Angels said no, Uh, but the Blue Jays and Giants did say, yeah, 100% we would do that. Um, And then he chose the the Dodgers. So I think him like taking that to Toronto to be like, hey, would you guys do this? Um, Does show that there was legitimate consideration that he was in on it. Yeah, I'm not mad at Atkins at this one. And I know he gets a lot of heat at times. He he did everything. And I I think it shows and whether they're true or not, but in, in the Lewis Roberts rumors or in Cody Bellinger or in Kristen Yelich, right? Of, okay, well, yeah, we got to go and still try to go get someone. And because they still know the time. Like, the, I think the thing is, too, with all this Jay stuff is, I know there's a lot of disappointment. Number one, that day was great. I love that day. Yeah. As much as it ended in heartbreak, it was fun. That was yeah. a fun day as a Blue Jays fan. It didn't end the way I wanted to, but to get to see the togetherness and the excitement that was there was awesome. That was yeah. great to see how much agrees. the Blue Jays fans are there and to get to talk to your friends that are Blue Jays fans. That was awesome. Yeah, again, it didn't end the way we wanted. Kind of like how Kawhi didn't end for a lot of people. You wanted him to go to the Raptors. I wanted him to go to the Lakers. He went to the Clippers. Seems yeah. kind of similar to the way that did. But remember, too, this is not a bad Blue Jays team. This is a team no. that had a disappointing season, a postseason, but they are a good team. Yeah, there's a foundation there. Um, it does need to be built upon. Like yes. they they can't enter 2024 as currently constructed. No, no, the, no. There needs like the, the there needs to be another big thing here. But they 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 aren't like four big things away. They that they have built this up where like you, you add a um a Robert or a Bellinger, um, then you you're all of a sudden like, okay, that this is this is back to being a team that's contending for the East again. It's just like like if you had Shohei, it's a team that's contending for the World Series immediately. Most disappointing athlete. Um, obviously a lot of ways you could go. Um, this one, probably recency bias. I'm going Draymond Green. Um, like I think a lot of the spiral that we are talking about in Golden State has a lot to do with Draymond's personal spiral right now. And I I think if he was kind of him still like that, the guy who was one of the best defensive players in the league last year, still, if he's still that guy, then this, this fall isn't happening so quickly, but it's just, it's exhausting for everyone in golden state. Um, it's he, he, while not the most efficient scorer or anything like that, his offensive abilities, I think kind of do help this team out a little bit. And like, it's just, everything feels off kilter without him there. And so, and it's, it's all, it's all his doing. Right. Like it's it's all him just losing it. And uh, Zach Lowe made a really good point. Like th- this was someone who like. First and foremost, you were going to talk about one of the best defensive players of all time uh, on a championship team. And and then, oh, and by the way, he was a bit of a hothead. Now it's going to be he was a hothead who was one of the best defensive players of all time who's uh, going to go into the Hall of Fame on a team that won a bunch of championships. Like it's it is now a first sentence part of his description for his legacy forever. My pick two, uh, when the Lakers faced uh, the dubs this year in the playoffs, he really scared me. Steph, yeah. Steph obviously did, but he was second. It wasn't Clay. It was Dre. Yeah. Uh, and it's just the effect 
that he has all over the court. And you've even seen, as disappointing as this Warrior season has been so far, how effective he is on the court still and how much it's hurting them right now to not have Draymond. He he is really hurt with the Warriors, a team that was struggling to figure out their identity this year and what Kaminga can be and what some of the bigs can be in this team and just kind of threw it away, right? And I, yeah. I see people do the jokes about the WWE stuff and everything like that, but like the Nurkic stuff, I like... I remember what happened. I, mean, I apologize for people like that. I'm going to curse here, but I just like, I just yelled out like, you gotta be fucking kidding me, man. Like, yeah, this is, this is like, and, and for silver too, really needed this. I really needed to make this indefinite because he had been looking, even with the jaw suspension had been looking like he was leaning towards the players and being way too friendly. And it was like, dude, this is just, this is getting dumb. Like this is getting yeah. dumb. I can't remember who was the NHL player a few years ago that was really unsafe too. Oh, geez. Um, is, it, is this the guy that was dating Alicia Cuthbert or married to Alicia Cuthbert? Oh well, uh, Steve not Avery kind of lost his mind. mind. It wasn't enough. Um, yeah, Avery lost his mind for a while. There, Avery, for sure. there you go. Um, yeah, yeah. There's been a few guys who've been like that. Yeah. Yeah, and it was just like, I don't. You don't deserve to be a player anymore, right? And and this is yeah. stuff too of. So I, I had a conversation with someone. I was like, you're overreacting. I'm like, in the last, I think it was like five months span, this dude jumped in someone's chest, stomped them on the chest, yeah. choked out Rudy Gobert, and now sucker punched Yusuf Nurkic. Yeah. Like, like it's, these it's are unhinged. Coincidences. Like, oh, well, this happened and this happened. Like, these are not coincidences. And these aren't just like no. acts which is pushing someone or what. These are aggressive acts that you do not see in the game of basketball. Yeah. No, and it, it's it, no one falls like that into punching Nurkic. No, um, like yeah, no, all, all of it. Like it, it's just it, it is a, a guy who does need to to kind of get a control on this sort of thing, and so I'm I'm happy he he's getting that, but it's um it, it's put a, a dynasty on hold and probably quite frankly probably ended it. Um, like it it honestly probably ended when he punched Jordan Poole, which is the, the start of all of this, right? Um, yeah. Like it, it probably ended there, but that this is really speeding up the decline here. Like I, I doubt it will, but part of me is this like too of we know he has this uh, Turner deal, rather Turner. I mean that'll be a big thing in sports next year is this NBA deal that could be you know one of the biggest things of next year. And now the NBA Turner deal is going to determine streaming rights for the NFL and where things go if they go to Amazon or Apple and how much that's going to change the game as far as uh, how we watch sports with this NBA deal, but. So like to a point, I'm like, I don't want you to be on Turner when you retire. Why do I want to yeah. listen to you? Why do I want to yeah. listen to you? No, completely agree. Like, because you'd be like, oh, well, Chuck did this. I'm like, Chuck wasn't like this. No, 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 no. Chuck was out there. Um, but like, this is like dangerous stuff that you're doing. Like, and it's just like, yeah, it's it just it doesn't it doesn't need to happen on a basketball court. And I guess that kind of goes to my next award, which is Draymond as well for most annoying athlete. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, it. Definitely goes side by side. Um, I went Aaron Rodgers. Uh, like mm, the, you know what? I like it. I'm going there. This this whole thing of yeah, I can come back. You, you guys, you don't understand modern medicine, and you you don't understand like all the the stuff that I know. I know my body, and then it's so clear he's not coming back. He's like, no, I think it'd be ridiculous if I came back. Like I'm not close to being healthy. Why is everyone saying I could come back? Like he just he was so desperate to be in the spotlight this year and like I, I love the Pat McAfee show and so much that McAfee has been able to do this year um but th this was an absolute miss uh having, having this guy on every week and just giving life to this whole story out there in New York like just 
come back next year, just be like everyone else. And, and it's fine. You don't need all of this attention. Um, and I, I think it really bothered him how much attention Kelsey was getting. Um, and it just kind of ballooned from there. So um, yeah. th- this whole year based around this guy was really annoying. Yeah. Even like the Mr. Pfizer comment was really annoying and just like, trying to get the headline in that we knew when the jets faced the chiefs, that he was not liking that Taylor was going to get more attention to him. It was like, yeah, yeah. she's probably the biggest, most famous person on planet earth right now. So I don't think anything's yeah. going to change Aaron about that. Yeah. Like one of the most famous human beings of all time. Right. Um, like getting into Michael Jackson levels. So yeah, no, it's, they, they, that's not changing. And yeah, it was just, it, it was really, it was desperate and kind of pathetic, quite frankly. Most disappointing uh, moment you worked this year. So I want to preface this by saying this whole tournament was so much fun. Um, and I, I had a blast being a part of it. It was all just disappointing for me personally. Um, I worked at the Rocky Mountain Hockey Classic out at Winsport. Um, I called um, 13 games over the five days. I had a blast. The hockey was so great. Everyone was so nice to me. The, the one issue I had, I worked 13 games. Two of them were within two goals and everything else was a blowout. Like it just, it just so happened that every game I got to, like I got, real familiar with the um the mercy rules of this tournament yeah. which was up by seven and it's um it, it's straight time i i learned that very quickly and got a lot of practice out of it again the organizers were great win sports a world-class facility um hn live are the some of the easiest people on the planet to work with like just on down the line everything was great and then i'd get to the game and it's like well uh the shots are 50 to 10 but boy you know it's only five to one so anything can happen here. And like, you can't be, you can't be like mean about it um, because it's like, it's 15 year old kids or whatever it was. Um, so it's like, not that I, I would be if it was adults, but like, it was just like, there was so much high level hockey being played at this tournament and such exciting games being played at this tournament with, with how they, they set up tiebreakers and stuff like that. And it was just, I got none of it. And it was just like, for me, it was like, ah, God, yeah, like ever there. To, karmically to build off of that every game i get for the the dogs this year is going to be a walk-off i feel like just to balance it off i I have to get that this year i think people too that aren't on the inside of being a a sports broadcaster i called 10 games for canada soccer this year for their um their um their like the the ftf soccer for so the young uh, people kind of coming up and you call that many games people like oh you're just talking like but it's just you start getting in your mind it's like it goes in the corner they kick it yeah. back. And you're just like, no, I gotta, I gotta give these athletes everything. And you wanna do it, but when you start having blowouts and they're not close games, you're just like, I want everyone to do the best, not get hurt, have these great games, but I just wanna have a close game so I can get as excited because I'm on hour nine here of yeah. watching and these you feel athletes. Like, you feel like an idiot going shoots and scores nine mm-hmm. to three. You know, yeah. like you, you feel you, you feel silly doing that. Um, but yeah, and like th- there are times like, um, I- again, I love calling baseball, but you can kind of fall into just like just calling yeah. what you see. Um, yeah. and so on every scorebook I have now, I-, I write at the top of it, you're an entertainer because it's like, th- hey, by Fair the way, point. you're kind of making this entertaining, like th- this has to be fun. Like, I-, I want them to, if nothing else, the people watching it to have enjoyed the time that they had listening to me babble on about their son and/or daughter and/or granddaughter or just someone you're a fan of. Um, and so that, that I, I had to remind myself a couple of times, like, Hey, th- this is still cool that their parents in Anaheim get to watch them play here. So let's, let, let, let's wrap this one up a little bit here. Um, 
So I, I definitely sympathize with that side of things. Uh, mine was not the win of this team, but the results of what happened from it. And it was the CCA uh, championships. Uh, no, the ACAC uh, semifinal championships. It's the Keanu Huskies versus the State Trojans. Keanu is undefeated. And them and the Trojans go like this. The Trojans beat them the year beforehand to win the ACAC championship. At that time, their fifth ACAC championship in a row. This is the Trojans trying to get their sixth. Trojans already have an automatic bid to go to the national championships because they're hosting it. This was an electrifying game. I lost my voice. I had to call that Canada West final the next day. So there was a, a lot of tea going to that. It's, again, Peter knows of calling these random games. So my biggest disappointment isn't really the game itself. The game was great. It's that Keanu lost. And then the next day they lost because they were so heartbroken because they lost to the Trojans and they needed to beat the Trojans because if they didn't, they weren't going to get the automatic bid to go to nationals. And they were undefeated all year. And there's a lot of great kids in this team. Sean Michael Clancy was the athlete, uh, the player of the year in that league. And Jeremy, who's their coach and is a great guy and shouts to Jeremy and it was just so heartbreaking. Again, you know, being alone with the state Trojans and kind of buying in a little bit to the rivalry, um, you, you're you kind of like, oh, you know, you're trying to be non-biased still, right? When I go into these, especially when we're at a, a neutral thing for CCA or ACAC, as you know, Peter, you want to try to be as neutral as you can. And I'm trying to get the fact, like, you're a state alumni, you kind of want state to win. Like, no. When I go, and and yeah. the worst part is my heart, in a way, I get to know these players because I see them all the time. And they, you know, get used to your broadcast style. So that was my most disappointed was Keanu not getting a chance to showcase what they could do at nationals. As much as I yeah. didn't want state to lose state was going to nationals, no matter what, maybe it would have been extra adversity for state to be like, okay, we lost this, but we can still win nationals for Marty and Chuck's last year. So that's, that, that's mine. It's for the Keanu Huskies not being able to take this undefeated season and at least have a chance to go to nationals. Yeah, no, that's that, that, that whole thing could be really, really heartbreaking. Like the, uh, this happened, so now X, Y, and Z have happened. Um, that, that that really adds to those sorts of moments, for sure. And then the biggest blooper of the year. Again, I don't really think there was anything that really... Oh, actually, <laughs> I just remembered it right now. It's sure to pull falling for me. Oh, yeah. No, that one's... that that That's really good. Um, they're, they're just like a, a random one. I, I'm going to be very selfish on mine, um, but a, a random, like, honorable mention... There was, uh, it was just like, it was a random, it was Clippers against the Nuggets. Um, and the Clippers had made this, like they, they were down by a bunch. They came back, they had the lead. Then Denver put Jokic back in and he was like, oh, that's fun. Took the lead back. Clippers are like, it, they're down by three. It's late. They have this opportunity to tie the game. Paul George puts up a shot. There's 18 seconds left. Kevin Harlan's on the call, ready to lose his mind. And it's a wedgie. And it was just this, I like, this. this whole, like, <gasps> Like it just like it just it turned from this tense moment to so funny so quickly. And so the moment of it built it up for me. Um, I do have a personal one that's my biggest blooper of the year. Um, uh, well, one of the things you, you've talked about, I, I've been lucky enough to do a number of things this year. One of them is I, I've got back into ring announcing again um semi-regularly for i guess they would consider me regular so i can consider it too for uh wild rose wrestling um oh wow lucky you for yeah it, it's been fun and the first show second show i did back for them the, the second <laughs> the first show i did was a blooper because um between like getting to the shows and 
and everything, like eight people got sick. So we had like a, a five person card and like two people had to wrestle. Um, the it, it was very indie, but everyone made the best of it. And it, it was cool to see. Um, but I, we did one where right before intermission, there was a, a hardcore match. Um, and after the, the, the bout, Steven, uh, Steven Styles ends up victorious, but th this was one where, uh, light tubes were used and like oh, just no. blood everywhere. And so, uh, Steven having just won this match and like the, the angle at the end was that these are two long time bitter rivals and now they're, they're going to finally bury the hatchet, um, and uh, mega power style only with more glass shards, uh, shake hands at the end. And so I give steve the the microphone and like we have a backup but i it didn't even dawn on me to get a back backup and so i i take the mic back from him and be and like i make a joke like hey we got some cleanup to do it's gonna be intermission time and it took like almost an hour um but the the the, the self blooper for me is that after i was like all right and intermission and i'm someone like i put the microphone right on my my chin um and i <laughs> Uh, I was like, all right, we'll be back with intermission right, right after this. And I, I take the mic away and I put it down and it still feels like I have it in my hand. And I still feel like I have it here because um, Steven bled all over this thing. Oh, and no. so I have his blood on my chin and his blood <laughs> all over my hands. And my wife no. was so sweet. She had brought a bunch of people there to, to watch me do this because it was on my it was the weekend of my birthday. Um the weekend after the F1 race. And so she brought a bunch of people there and it was my first time getting to chat with them. And I was like, I need to go wash the Legion out of soap and I'll be right back. Um, <laughs> and I was like, I don't know how to clean that without it exploding. So someone else take it. I'll get the backup mic when I come back. So that was a, a personal blooper for me this year. I love it. That's a great story. That's a great <laughs> uh, For my personal blooper, I guess, it's still one that haunts me. Probably one of the best dunks of the dino season. Goes downhill, throws a reverse, sick reverse dunk. What a dunk by Tezo. Yeah, Santiago got a right dunk there. I'm like, God damn it. Oh, man. Because it was oh. one of those things when the jerseys go, both players have single digits on their jerseys. Both players are really similar. And didn't get to see it off the steel as well as I wanted to for my angle. So you kind of just like, I have no idea. I'm 50 feet, 50 feet, 50, 50 in this. Yeah. Let's see what happens. And I was like, ah, oh, son of a guy. Not quite blood on my chin from a, from a light tube <laughs> match, but that was, that was probably mine. I was like, one of those, you're just like, Ugh. you and I talked about this when we got to do some Okotoks games this year, just like, and those just fester on you for a while. Oh, yeah. there's, there's a few home runs I called. I'm like, and it's four to one. And the scoreboard were going because sometimes you look at that Siemens Stadium scoreboard. It's like, I mean, it's five to one. Yeah, no, I I had one of those this year. Um, the the dogs were down, um, the the dogs were down six to four going into um going into one of the innings, and I think it was Lethbridge scored in the top half of the inning to make it seven to four, and then the dogs came back and hit a two run home run. Um. And I was like, way back and gone. And this game is tied. 7-6 for Lethbridge here in the fifth. <laughs> and it's just like that. Because it, it like it, like with your dunk, like it lined up perfectly. Like I yeah. I, I had the, like the, the cadence and the everything. And it was perfect. And it, it all happened right in front of me. And the buildup was great. And then it was, oh, hey, dummy, they scored in the last inning. So uh, thanks for that. The And I, the one that made me feel so much better this year for a broadcasting uh, blooper was when the the 
Duke beat my Tar Heels this year, but um, Schulman, who may be my favorite broadcaster, and he's like, and what a great win for the Blue Jays! <laughs> calling in a month. I'm yeah, like, if Dan Schumann's messing up after all this time, I feel like I'm okay. Yeah, yeah, like we we say like five thousand words a game. I, I feel like a couple of them are probably not going to be perfect. And we said you almost hope 5, the important ones get it right. <laughs> Absolutely, and we said almost five thousand words on this one. Uh, make sure you go check out Couch Potato Diary, uh, Peter. Like I said, it is so hard. I did maybe three solo pods this year. They are not an easy thing to do. So anyone that can do it, it is an absolute talent to do it so check peter on all the platforms that uh he has cash potato diaries also on the fan 960 and as i mentioned copious other things anything else to plug peter no that that's basically it yeah uh just popping back in on 960 i i'm not as much as everyone uh thinks i am i i promise i'm not a full-time employee um it sometimes seems like it but no i i just pop in every now and then to remind them yeah follow me uh social media twitter instagram and tiktok i'm uh at primetime klein um and you can find couch potato diary wherever you find this um i put the shows up on on youtube th this year as well uh because apparently i thought i needed to do more stuff on this on my own uh so you get to watch me just sit there and talk for a while as well if you need um and the the show is also on uh on facebook so find me in all of those uh all those social media e-spots and uh, you can find everything on Fresh Take on the Fresh Take Network. We have uh, a year review, I think, on everything coming up here. We have the, the wrestling one. We have the pop culture one. We even have a best of food coming oh, up nice. for this year, which is a, a first time. And uh, looking forward to all of that. Uh, thank you to Peter, as always. Until next time, everyone, cheers and enjoy the day, people. All right, that's it. The year in review is officially in the books. Thank you again to everyone who supported throughout 2023. Some exciting stuff coming to you to kick off 2024. My name is Peter Klein. Thank you very much for tuning in today. Back to your regularly scheduled programming a little bit later on.